You are listening to Smaller on the Outside, the first, best, and only Doctor Who podcast that you just can't miss. Make sure to subscribe to our channel and visit our webpage at sotopodcast.wordpress.com. It's called the TARDIS. It can travel anywhere in time and space. And it's mine. It is. Go on, say. Most people do. <laughs> Smaller on the outside. Hey, 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 and welcome back to Smaller on the Outside, or as I would like to call it, SotoCast. My name is Dave, and I'll be the Time Lord this evening, and with me, as always, is. Andy. Who is. The Companion. And today was, of course, the fifth episode of Doctor Who. But before we get into that, let's talk a little bit about some announcements, what's been going on. Last week, we had some issues with some bandwidth on our uh, podcast. And uh, it was it got to the point where we wouldn't have even been able to do this episode because we wouldn't even have space. Um... No, well, I mean, like, just a few days ago, our bandwidth was about to yeah, run out. It was, and we were like, well, maybe, no, it was about to run out, so the best choice was to go ahead and get the pro account on Podomatic. It gives us more space, more bandwidth, and it gives us the ability to at least publish the episode with the uh, original title, so when you download specifically from the computer, you'll be able to understand what you just downloaded and it's not just a random string of numbers and letters <laughs> we've also That's had uh, I think a follower or two have joined on you know various different um, things so welcome um, so we're going to talk about the fifth episode now of Doctor Who which was called I believe it was called Time Heist Time Heist yep this is the bank of Carol Black Sauce Picture the thing you want most in the universe. Decide how badly you want it. We're actually going to do it. Rob the bank. If we don't, we die. We must locate them. What is that? I don't know. Hate not knowing. Are you hungry, boy? The bank is now open. So this was an uh, interesting episode, I should say. It started okay. off weird and it just kept on escalating. Um, he's in uh, the doctor's in Claire's apartment and he's like, you know, where do you want to go today? And she's she's about to go on a date, of course, because that's apparently her only subplot this season. And uh, <laughs> he, he gets a call from his TARDIS, and you know, very few people actually have his number. Clara mentioned that she did, and he also mentioned the person in the shop again at this point, yep. uh, saying, we still don't know who that is. Right. Um, but he picks up the phone, and it immediately jumps into a bank, um, and he's surrounded by a couple of unknown people we don't really know too much about and Clara, and they're all sitting around a table. They have lost their memories, and the first thing I'm thinking at this point is, the hangover. Right. 
I'm thinking they're going to have a hangover episode. They're going to have to figure out what just happened in the last few, but it's not. It, it's it, The most important part is, yeah, they, they have their memory swiped. And the reason why, apparently, the next few minutes you realize that this guy named the architect with a, a concealed voice. I knew right away when it was concealed. I was like, yeah, it's going to be something. This architect wants them to rob a bank. The most impregnable bank in the world because it was a bank planet, basically, right? Uh, I don't know if it was the whole planet. It Did seemed they say to me that? that it seemed to me that the whole planet was a bank planet, um, but I don't know. I could be mistaken. Okay. But yeah, they want them to rob a bank, and sorry, there, there's this woman who's in charge of everything. She's overlooking what's happening in the bank. It's very confusing. She actually reminded me of Missy in the Heaven, but I was like, no, that's not her. Kind of Miss like Del Fox. Was it Del Fox? Yeah. yeah. Um, she's overseeing everything that's going on in the bank, and she has she's in charge of this uh, creature that the doctor's never seen before. The teller. Um, what? The teller. The teller. That's right. And before they meet the teller, the doctor kind of figures out some more things about these unknown people. The guy is like a freaking, he's like a person, but he's a robot, and he, I don't know, he has memory problems. <laughs> yeah. And the girl can animorph. <laughs> she can well, morph. Well, the guy, they all have memory problems. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, the, it's something special about his never having memory or something. Uh, his. I want to mention that this episode was written by Steve Thompson and Stephen Moffat. Steve Thompson also writes for Sherlock as well. Oh, okay, but he also, yeah. he's he's done he's done previous Doctor Who episodes as well. But mm -hmm. yeah, the girl in the group, not Clara, the other one, has the ability to morph into um, any Cybra? anything. I'm guessing any person. Um, is that what? I don't know what her name was. I I ha I have trouble with n names on these episodes because you know they're gonna be gone. Well, the I'm next. looking at I'm look I'm looking at the cast list here, and there's Doctor Clara Cy Cybra. I'm thinking that's who that is. Now this is weird because the next thing that they do, they want the girl to morph into a customer of the bank. I think so. Or no, no. Uh, I believe that's somebody who has access. Well, I guess I'm not sure. Do, do just the cust do, do the customers have access to the areas they were going to, or is well, it just the yeah, people? Well, yeah. Well, I would there? think so because it was those private vaults. It was the stuff that people only have access to their own stuff. Okay. I think that was what was going on. So he said, "Here's a customer." And it got confusing to me because I thought part of the reason she was shifting was to conceal who, her identity, and then they just kind of follow her right in. <laughs> I'm like, what's right. exactly the point of hiding your identity if the other people are just going to be flat out walking right behind you? <laughs> um, but this is the point when they see the teller for the first time, and uh, the doctor has absolutely no idea what this creature thing is. And then... Uh, Del Fox. Del Fire Fox, whatever it is. She walks out, and I thought the doctor and the his team were like gonna be in trouble at this point because yeah they they I don't pulled... know why I don't know why he didn't sniff the, uh, yeah. the guilt on yeah because the teller's ability is to sniff guilt 
He can smell Basically. your fear. No, he can smell your guilt. And for some reason, they're all staying there about to rob a bank. And this creature just waltzes right past them. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why, but I, I guess that's I guess that's what it is. But that's when they figure out what the teller is because what happens is it actually walks up to another customer and finds out his guilt, whatever the heck that means, and then they remove his memories. We don't even and, really we don't even really find out, do we? No, we don't. They they remove his memories and his They made his brain turn to soup. He might as well be dead. Yeah. He's alive enough to not die but he doesn't have a brain basically <laughs> so they walk into this room that part uh i don't know it's it's a room they're trying to get into the vault and they have this uh this device that's like a, a bomb and they lay it on the ground ready to explode the door and it actually it's like a uh, interdimensional bomb thing yeah it, it, it transports part of uh what's around it to a different dimension basically temporarily that's right. what it sounds like yeah, and it was on the ground. It was like Portal, the game, or something. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking when I saw it. I was like, "Yeah." Well, it's not. It's not a portal because it it did just travel them to right below the um, the room where they were, but the the floor traveled to a different dimension. Basically, the floor so they, traveled they, they to took, a different dimension. Yeah, they took the floor out, and the floor traveled to a different dimension. While they then they could go through the floor. And then replace the floor back with the with the same device, I guess. <laughs> That's, that, it was pretty cool. It, was, it looked pretty new in the show, so it was all right. Um, yeah. And it was down there that they have this briefcase of like what looks like injection things. Right. The doctor says he doesn't know what they are. He doesn't know what they are, or at least that's what he said. I, I really don't think he knew what it was. No, he, I, he, knew, he knew what it was because they kind of called him out on that later. Yeah. But they eventually, they run into the teller, like, close up. It's in his hibernation chamber thing. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't matter if he's in there or not, because he can still s smell your fear and guilt and all that fun stuff from it inside his hibernation chamber. And it starts to try to read everybody's minds, and the doctor's like, don't think of anything. <laughs> yeah, how do you do that? How do you not think of anything? You're like, how do I think of anything? Oh, shoot, I'm I, I doing think, it right I think, now. <laughs> I think the key to that is instead of trying to think of nothing, you think of something completely stupid that's not going to yeah. make you look guilty. That's what I think. But it locks on to Morpher Girl, mm -hmm. um, and she can't get rid of it because it's locked on. So the doctor gives her... Well, first it first locked on to Clara, but she doctor... Yeah, she... She, Doctor she made her think of nothing, and I guess that worked. So. Yeah. Think of nothing. Think of, think of nothing. And then it locked on to transport, uh, former girl, and <laughs> roll out. <laughs> no, he gives her the injector thing that he has no idea what it is, and he basically says that it'd kill her, or at least yeah. we think that. And the first thing, she takes it, and she, like, disappears. And the first thing I'm thinking is, she's going to heaven. Or the uh, the planet of hell. Oh, oh, right, right. That's the first thing I thought of, but that's not even again. It's not even mentioned in this episode. No, but if that woman in heaven or Missy, if she is the lady that gave Clara the doctor's number, then there is a connection there. So the girls, she's vanished. She's gone. Um, and they're on their own. And this is very confusing. The the guy that the robot he can hack into like 
things like R2-D2 with his head. Yeah. And yeah. when he's doing that, the teller comes after um, the doctor and Clara. It's about to kill Clara. Yep. Find her guilt or whatever it does. It's going um, to turn her brain to soup. Yeah. And so R2-D2 guy... Um, he just he distracts him by downloading the guilt of every villain the show has ever seen. Yeah, basically, it, it, he kind of goes through. Basically, what it is is the uh, bank's computer has a list of of guilty people, like wanted people. Suppo- supposedly, that's Sensorites, the Androvax, the Gunslinger, the a Tetrapill, John Hart, Absalom Doc. Galdak, the Slovene family, a Weevil, and the Trickster, according to the TARDIS Wikia. I believe I saw an um, Ice Warrior in there. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, there was there's so there, there's some um, characters from basically all the Doctor Who shows, Doctor Who, Torchwood, and um, Sarah Jane Adventures, I believe, oh, yeah. are all. It looks like it had some screen caps of like really really old shows. Some of that stuff. Yeah, like... there might have been. There was probably, I think some of those that I listed were from old shows as well. Oh, there's a lightning storm that comes, and then this whole Back to the Future thing happens. Did you get that? What? This whole Back to the Future, like, pretty much a reference. He's like, What do you mean? It's a time heist. He finally figures out that it's about time travel as well. And he's like, The lightning, the lightning comes, and it's only when the lightning comes that... No, I th- I think what it it was was the bank was protected by some kind of form of uh, security, and that that form of security was, um, it was the. It was like a solar storm of some kind. It wasn't lightning. It was like, the, cosmic radiation or something that that disabled the, security of the um, vault, I temporarily. Sworn, I could have sworn they were talking about lightning. Of course. Stupid, stupid doctor, of course, of course. Whoever planned all this there in the future. This isn't just a bank heist. It's a time travel heist. We've been sent back in time to the exact moment of the storm to be in exactly the right place when it hits because that's the only time that the bank is vulnerable. Vault unlocked. Bank is now open. So I guess it's just a storm, but you see light going on and off, like flickering, like lightning. right, right, yeah. Um, I think that's because their security is actually going down. I don't think that's lightning. It's just their, it's their security falling apart, basically. Uh, I guess I was just thinking about. It just looks like lightning. <laughs> um, right. But they go into the vault because it opens up, and they walk in. And it's basically your yeah. Safety it's it's like a box. bunch of safety deposit boxes, and they have these um these three, basically they're clues, that say uh, this is for R two D two, this is for uh, <laughs> more for a girl, and this is for the doctor and Clara, and they're basically their payments for robbing the bank. It's what they need or want the most, and they were given to yeah. them by the architect whoever this Who is... architect may be <laughs> right and so the it's the guy from the matrix <laughs> <laughs> neil um, i am the architect 
so the R2D2 guy gets a memory injector, forgotten past, whatever it is. It looks like a syringe, but with like a little blue light bulb inside. <laughs> that's right. That's basically what it looks like. It'll give him his memories back. The Morpher girl, in her safety deposit box, she got this uh, gene, anti-gene something or other. Suppressant. It just cures, it, it cures her of her of her mutation or whatever. Yeah, it's a gene suppressant. So it's the thing, it's the thing from uh, the X-Men 3. <laughs> this whole time, you know, she she doesn't exactly like her abilities because, what was she said? She said... I think, I think she's supposed to be similar to Rogue in the sense that she, that anybody who touches her gets gets affected by well i guess not really because she's actually the one that turns into them but she doesn't like that yeah uh, it was it was very confusing uh when she said her line which was something like how can you trust the person who's who's staring you back at you is with your own eyes or something it was very confusing right. i didn't understand fully what she was talking about but I guess it works for the later in the episode. The Doctor and Clarish, they can't figure out what is theirs quite yet. Because they're captured by Evil Chick, who runs the bank. And she's like, ooh, thank you I don't, for... I don't, I don't know her name. It doesn't list it in here. It says it in the episode. I just forget. She's basically saying, thank you for proving to me that the bank can't be broken into, even though they really did. Then, like, if you try to escape, we'll melt your brains or whatever with Mr. Teller. And he's trying to figure out how the teller is even working for her this at, in the first place. I mean, he's strapped up. He's like a prisoner. So why is he even doing anything for them anyways? And she's basically saying, well, everybody's got a price. So that there you go. <laughs> and they're like, you'll never escape. Don't even try it. And like three seconds later, they escape. Right. Because the guards in the room were actually the dead versions of, oh, okay, they're not dead. <laughs> They are R2-D2 and Transformer Girl. Yeah, they, they, it turns out that the, their injector things just pretty much sent them back to the TARDIS. Yeah, not the TARDIS, but the... The ship that the TARDIS was in. Uh, but this is very peculiar because injector things are from the architect as well, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Ooh, what's going on here? Um, so I think what the doc... Oh, never mind. I can't say that. I'll say it later. Okay. So they're alive. Yip, yippy skippy. Um, the doctor gives them their presents from their safety deposit boxes. Um, and then they're like, let's go find out what's in your vault. So off they go. And inside the private vault comes a clone version of the girl who runs the bank. And she's basically Actually, saying... Actually, she's the original. She's the original. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, she's the, other, the original, the, other the, the rest, and yeah. supposedly there were others as well. There's a bunch of these clones versions of her, the girl who runs the bank, and they're all in all the different departments of this bank, of all the blah, 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 and she's what's waiting for them on that end. But then a storm comes again, and she vacates the premises. He says, give me a call later when you're old and gray and you're dying and stuff like that. That's what he says. There's something close to it. Does he say that like that? Not like that, but he said he says something very, very similar. He says, "Before you know it, you'll be old and gray, and you'll be you'll regret uh, many things, or something like that." Hmm. I can't remember exactly what he says, but sh that's exactly what the old lady says on the telephone. Okay. Anyways, um, 
She leaves because of a storm. The teller comes in and he offers himself to it. <laughs> to get his memories back or something? Or did he ever lose his memories? I think the teller, um, since since he can find out, he can like kind of read people's minds, I guess he can kind of dig deep to suppressed memories or something. Yeah, I thought, I was either like thinking that or maybe the doctor didn't forget anything at all. Maybe it was his plan all along. I don't know. No, no, I think he forgot, but he he kind of was figuring it out along the way and he had to be sure. Yeah. Well, anyways, uh, it kind of takes you on a flashback, shows you what we missed out on. He picks up the phone and it's the girl on the phone. She's dying. She's saying she regrets it. And this is what really it confused me at this point because after he puts down the phone, he immediately knows they have to rob a bank like he remembered or something. He knows he knows who she is, basically. She's infamous in – or not infamous, but just famous in the universe or something. Well, yeah. Well, I mean what's also really confusing at this point is like from this point on, every shot seems like they're rushing to f- finish the episode. And um, it's, it's so weird, like – it's like that conversation with the old woman feels incomplete, and he's like, "Okay, now we're gonna rob a bank. Okay, now here are the people we're gonna talk to. Okay, here." Right, because it's more it's more like a flashback, and you're kind of having having to catch up on everything that happened that you missed. So they kind of have to do it fast. Well, I know, I know they they want to do a montage, which is fine. It's just that uh, some of it felt incomplete a little bit to me. Like I wasn't completely satisfied with. How it ended. The rest of the episode was really good. It's just that the the ending felt really rushed, especially when uh, they got to those transitions at the very, very end. Uh, but we'll get into that. Uh, back in the bank, the doctor convinces the creature that it is free, the teller, that it is free. It doesn't have to listen to the bank owner anymore because she's not there. She left, so he's his own person. Now do what you want to do the most. And he apparently uses his mind tricks to open up the vault. Um, and inside is, oh, it's the creature's wife or husband. I don't know which is what. <laughs> I'm not sure what gender these creatures I'm thinking are. It's the, I'm thinking it's the wife. That's what I was thinking too, was immediately. Um, but she's being held there as the reason for the creature to obey the bank owner. Yeah. And so, with that, they drop off the creatures at some planet, <laughs> I guess. It's just a random planet. That just, maybe it was their home planet. It's, it's, I don't think it's their home planet because they're the last ones in existence. I'm guessing it was probably just an empty planet or, or a planet that had enough room for another species or something. I something think like it that. was heaven. <laughs> there you go no but here is where it 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 goes really weird with the transitions and stuff uh you see the tardis flying through space and the doctor's telling a funny story to the people um yeah that we don't understand because it doesn't say the whole thing to us and then it does another transition another tardis flying through space um and then he's saying goodbye to um r2d2 
And there's another flying through space shot, and then the girl is saying goodbye to the doctor. And I believe there's Actually, another uh, flying through air. Uh, yep, another flying through air shot um, <laughs> at the end of the actual episode when the doctor is saying goodbye to Clara while she's going off on her date. Mm-hmm. And that was the end of the episode. No- I actually noticed quite a lot of fast transitions um, in the episode itself. Like, um, I believe early on in the episode, the doctor uses his sonic screwdriver to open up some kind of thing, and then like a, it transitions a second later, and they're they're already past the, th- the. I don't really mind fast transitions, but it looked like the same one four times in a row, um, really oh, quick see. in succession. And it was like, give us a different angle or throw a planet in the background or something. Like, <laughs> it, I thought the uh, it felt the, like uh, like the they, Big Bang dropped, Theory. It felt like when the they big... dropped the teller off on the new planet. Yeah, it seemed a little bit like a, the CGI was kind of crappy for the planet. Well, it wasn't the best, but um, not. But did you know that the teller is actually not CGI? It's a, it's a real, it's a real suit. Yeah, I could tell. I, at first, when I saw it on the show, I was thinking of CGI, but it was it was real. But no, the uh, the quick succession of the uh, translation, uh, trans- ah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> they what they felt most like is uh, like I was saying, the Big Bang Theory transitions. It's like, yeah, and it was on to the next one. Yeah. But that's not what Doctor Who does, and even though it was every like five seconds, so it was like, uh, it 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 was kind of dumb in my opinion. I think they're trying to rush things, and a lot of that I don't think was even necessary. Yeah. But okay. Anyways, the episode was done. Um, what'd you think of the episode altogether, though? I liked it. Uh, it's it was different. Um. I did like that they didn't really know what was going on. I like that kind of aspect of it. Well, yeah. Sort of like... It, it was a very... Sort of like The Hangover, but not quite, you know. No, right. It was definitely an adventure, definitely kind of a mystery. Uh, yeah. And uh, The Hangover was an adventure mystery. Um, it was just the other way around. So um, they weren't trying to figure out what they forgot. They were they were accepting that they forgot and they were moving on. Um but it was kind of like uh, a mix of a bunch of different things. I mean, The Hangover was the, just the start of it. And then they yeah. went into like stuff like Prison Break, and then they went into... Um, <laughs> Ocean's Eleven. Ocean's Eleven, and, and I don't know. It, I had a list in my head when I was watching, but I kind of forgot what they are now. Um, yeah. But it was uh, a decent episode. Uh, one of those kind of episodes that feels like a, a normal, I think, kind of an episode. Um, yeah. Where it's not Nothing like, too special about it. Nothing too special. It's not like you're going to be like, what's one of your favorite episodes of all time? And you'd be no, like, oh, not. that one was somewhere in my top, you know. It, it's, it's a fun episode, but that's pretty much all think, it really I is. It I think it could have used more comedy. Yeah, uh, I think the doctor was trying to make jokes here and there. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, you know, it is, it is what it is. Um, 
I wish they had some more of the Missy plot because we didn't really have one last episode either. Right, but I think there was aspects of what's ever going to this this whatever this full season arc is going to end up being. I think there was probably something in there. Yeah. We just we don't I, know too much about what that's going to be. One of those yet. things where we watch the finale and then watch the episode back and we're like, "Oh." Yeah, I think it's going to be something wrong. I don't think it's going to be anything huge, but I think there's going to be an element of something in there. Sure. I liked it. <laughs> Again, another Stephen Moffat episode, though. Oh, I think we forgot to even mention that the architect was the doctor. Did we? I think we just kind of skimmed past that in the flashback part. But yeah, the architect is the doctor. Yeah. So okay, when when he was when he found those syringes thing, I don't know if they're syringes or whatever they were, but yep. the, but the things that he thought were gonna kill them. So what I think that is is the doctor knows what those things are supposed to be because he'd seen them before, but he took those things and, um, and changed them to be teleporters himself. He thought that that they were suicide pills. Yeah. So that he would think that they were suicide pills so that they would actually take them like they were. Oh, that was, yeah, that was one of the things that I, I, I was, uh, thinking was similar was, uh, the movie paycheck. Yeah. Uh, the time, oh, okay. yeah, the yeah, time yeah. travel, he swipes his memory, and he gives himself clues. Right. Uh, that was definitely a part of what was going on. <laughs> At least something very similar. Um, so it wasn't, I don't think it was uh, incredibly, like, original, but it was still fun. I think they did pretty well with um taking um ideas that others have done before and uh mixing it up a little bit and making it a decent doctor who episode yeah that was the episode and i'm done i don't know uh <laughs> not much to it there's not much yeah to it was us, I don't think. Uh, short and sweet was uh, short and sweet would probably be a good way to describe it it is what it yeah. is it it doesn't really hint at much else it's an episode all in itself it is yeah i think it's i think it's odd that stephen moffat has been credited on writing four out of five of these episodes so well far. is it just he's actually credited for a writer yeah well i don't know about that at least that's what uh he's probably just looked it over and he was like that's great and then no i think i think he does that for every episode because he's the head writer, but I think for this one, because he's actually credited that he's a more substantial role. Do we think that he will actually just, as far as writing goes, do you think he'll be writing the finale, nothing else? No. There's probably a list right now that says who's writing what episode, but... <laughs> they they have every episode's title out. Yeah, I know. I think I, I've... I've been spoiled on some some of it i i have too i think i've seen the finale's title yeah i have <laughs> um which is the only one that really stands out to me but i didn't look at the other i, ones. I probably I looked at the others and none of them really stand out and i completely forgot what all of them are except for the like finale. i didn't mean to see the finale but i accidentally saw it when i was looking for the i was trying to see if i could find the release date for the finale yeah. But I just accidentally saw the title. D- is there a release date for the finale? No. 
No. Not not when I checked it, though. That was pretty much right after the first episode aired. So. All right, then. Um, next week will be... The episode will be on the 27th. So the uh, podcast will be on the 28th. Right. Um, Although you got this last one out on the same day, didn't you? I did, because I was... <laughs> I guess I was just bored, and I just had nothing else to do uh but uh follow us on podomatic stitcher itunes uh wordpress facebook twitter (laughs) we're all over the place um reddit uh all that fun stuff uh give us a comment anything you want i'll probably find it and give you a shout out on the next episode uh for smaller on the outside my name is dave and i am the time lord I am Andy. Who is the companion? Um, We will catch you next week. Peace out. Peace out. Thank you for listening to Smaller on the Outside. Make sure to subscribe to our channel and visit our webpage at sotopodcast.wordpress.com.